Hey, what's happening? Hey, so we, we gotta keep the volume down and uh, try something new. This is episode 85, Mission Driven Life. What's good? It's Enrico Moses, aka Professor Moses, aka The Real Change Agent. Glad you guys could be here. So, yeah, we're actually going live. And uh, I'm being mindful of uh, how it is, like the volume. Focus since this is the podcast, well, this will be the main joint. You know, we kind of that's the background. So we should like start like with this in mind, because that's what people are just listening to. You see yeah. what I'm saying? And then that will follow along, right? Yeah. They kind of got the background seat. Yeah, interesting. So. Hey, glad you guys can be here. If you're, if you're watching live, put the hashtag live replay. And you know, this is the episode 85. Thank you for being here today. Um, what's really great is, you know, we I came back from a men's weekend. I, f- I felt amazing. I learned a lot, right? And connected with my man, Enrico. What's happening, people? Yeah, it was a blessing to connect with Kevin, and I just loved his energy. He told me about his podcast while we were on the weekend, and yeah, I'm just really grateful to be here with y'all and be here with Kevin and to continue to spread this mission that he has of just inspiring leaders, and you know, that's something that I've had a lot of great leaders around me, and you know, I've always been in tune, whether it's doing research online and reading books of people that I'm inspired by and just doing personal growth. So I think that this type of work is so important and this type of podcast is so important. So I'm just stoked to be here with y'all. Yeah, 100%. Cool. So what what we want to talk about today, we want to talk about financial abundance, uh, digital strategies, leadership, my feelings on leadership. So let me let me give you, you know, ways that I like how I feel about leadership, right? So leadership's is is you know a privilege. You know? I get a chance to step up and serve people, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh I le- I learned I learned a lot about myself, you know, get, as stepping into that leadership, getting my power of you know sharing collaborating with other people right and uh, i feel i feel blessed feel blessed word word yeah and you know i think that just the the concept of leadership it's uh it's a privilege and i think it's an honor and it's something that does require some some reflection you know and in, in internal reflection and that type of work to I think really step into powerful leadership because leadership is about um, leading and inspiring and without really truly understanding you know who we're who are there to lead how can we truly lead them and if we're not you know humble enough for ourselves to understand other people then how are we going to be able to lead them to where they want to go because we might want to lead them to where we want to go but that's not true leadership 
You know, true leadership is understanding the people that we're leading and where they really want to go. And so that's one of the things that I'm, I'm constantly doing in the work that I do and what we are doing on the, the men's weekend. You know, I think there's a lot of great men who are on that weekend who are leaders and, and doing, you know, great work in the, in the world, including yourself. You know, I see you as one of those leaders and stepping up and supporting men of all different, um, you know, different places around the world. And dealing with different issues and overcoming their own personal battles and you know I think that's that's really uh important in this day and age you know we're in 2019 there's lots of lots of things happening in the world there's lots of complexities happening in the world um so I think that you know leadership is is a really important thing right now yeah for real for real I, I, I hear you man yeah you know like or concepts, concepts. My, my man talks about a uh, financial abundance, financial abundance, right? Well, I'm curious about that because you know how how I keep financial abundance is the I put my intention on like creating income instead of losing expenses. Like oh, uh, but I got this. Yeah, I got this. So what do you? How do you? How do you take action on that? Yeah, I like that. You know, I like what you said, making more money rather than thinking about just like, oh, you know, the the expenses and, and things going out or saving. I think that financial abundance begins with abundance in general, you know, and just the concept of abundance and like, how do you feel about yourself? You know, do you feel abundant in the way that you feel about yourself do you you know do you have energy you know do you have an abundance of energy do you have an abundance of um good associates you know do you have an abundance of friends you know do you have an abundance of health you know do you have an abundance of mindfulness so i think that abundance of financials is like an it's connected to having a just abundance in general you know and i think that in order to tap into that comes from like a place of like self-love you know and gratitude because then we can tap into the power of the universe you know really seeing our reflection in ourselves and giving ourselves what we need which is what allows us to have the abundance of health have the abundance of relationships uh have the abundance of mindfulness which is the those are the the building blocks for financial abundance you know i don't think that one can really truly have financial abundance if someone's health is fucked up that money is gone you know if someone dies where's that money go it doesn't follow them into the grave so i think that abundance of finances is is a built on top of other places of abundance right yo i hear you man and actually that's pretty cool that you talk about that because you know how, how I learned about like financial abundance is like, hey, get it. My suggestion is get a sales job, right? If you want to learn how to like, create, create your own income, create your own lifestyle, pay, pay your own bills, you know, be independent. You know, I say learning how to sell has helped me, you know, you know learn a lot about like confidence in myself, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I love that, and I think selling is a big component of abundance, right? And it's like there's a lot of things that we sell. You know, we sell. You could say you're selling services. You could say you're selling products as an entrepreneur. But before any of that, you're selling yourself, right? You might sell yourself to 
you know, get that sales job. You might sell yourself to the, the customer who's even considering, you know, buying something for you, you know, or from you. So it's just like the sales process is is a process that is so important to, like you said, really tapping into abundance. Um, and it's a great, I think it's a great way to practice abundance is getting into, like Kevin said, getting into some type of sales position that puts you in a position to to know your product to know your service to be able to explain to somebody the true value of that product or service um because if if you're not able to do that how are you going to really be able to tap into abundance you know because that's what abundance is is being able to find value you know and to help people tap into value so i think that yeah sales and being able to understand that the the process of sales and converting someone from a potential customer into a paid customer and what that process looks like i think that's um it's critical you know right now and in tapping into abundance yeah I, for sure man for sure i, I get you yeah, i'd say my favorite part in the, in the sales process is follow-up man right following up with clients following up with people, connecting with people via text message, calling, you know, email, Instagram, Snapchat. Boom, I can send you a Snapchat right now and be like, hey, what's up? You know, I made contact with you, right? I'm not short on money, I'm short on people. Man. You know, connecting with people, man. I'm short on that. So, like, the, the top of the funnel you're talking about, so, like, having more people enter the funnel so you're good at the follow-up. So I think that that... Oh, yeah, okay, prospecting. Yeah, so I think that at the top of the funnel, it's looking at, like, people's behavior, right? So your your potential customer's behavior. So everybody lives somewhere, right, whether it's digitally or offline, right? And so if you're on the digital landscape, it's like, where is your potential customer living? Do they live on Facebook? Do they live on YouTube? You know, are they on Instagram? Are they on Snapchat? Are they on wherever are they on twitter you know where do they live where do they spend their time what do they do on that platform um you know if it's offline you know where do they hang out are they at the are they at the uh restaurants or at the bars at the clubs are they working out in gyms you know are they at we works are they in coffee shops you know are they going to meetups so thinking from the top of the funnel it's like where are people at you know like you said prospecting it's just like where can you find people who are really looking for the service that that you're offering or the products you're offering and then going to them you know it's like you look some of the most expensive places retail is in malls you know really high-end malls you're going to spend a lot of money per square foot it's because that's where the traffic is you know those stores are spending a lot of money because they know people are walking by those malls so that's how you enter into top of the funnel you know you got to put yourself where people are and sometimes you got to pay for that you know it costs money to get on instagram it costs money to get on facebook it costs money to get into a mall and have a louis vuitton store in the middle of a really you know luxurious mall with high-end clients that have that type of money to spend so it's the same type of concept when you're you know selling any product 
you know, being able to go there, but being able to understand that this is a business and that, you know, maybe you might have to pay some money to really get into that, that part of the business, which is also why conferences are so big. You know, you get three clients at a conference and, you know, that's the top of your phone. It might cost you $10,000 to get into that conference, but you might score. Say again. Yeah. Tell me about that. Yeah. my, My thoughts, like there are other ways to prospect, man. Cold calling, cold calling, but outreach. It's not about there's other ways. I'm just saying that that's the truth. You know, the truth is, is that you go to a mall with a Louis Vuitton story. You think Louis Vuitton doesn't know what they're doing? Do you think, do you think a company like Louis Vuitton doesn't know what they're doing by spending that money at that mall? Yeah, you're right. I, I get you. I mean, they got, they're getting new customers, you know, and they might do the same thing you're doing. They might love to follow up, right? So I get a person coming into my Louis Vuitton store buying a $3,000 purse, $6,000 purse. Now I'm following up every year. They might buy a four, five, $10,000 purse next time. You see what I'm saying? So it's like prospecting, you're right. You can cold call. It, it's all about it's a sales process and so it's like if i call you randomly and i try to sell you my t-shirt i'm not gonna have that good a, a, of a of a prospect but if i you know put a really cool looking shop in front of you in a place where you're with your friends and you want to feel cool and i make you feel cool and i have some ladies around and and they're all like yo that shirt looks really good that's gonna have a lot better chance of me calling you trying to sell this t-shirt and that's the game Hmm. Yeah, okay, okay. So, the man's talking about stores, having your own store, storefront retail, right? It's a metaphor. Having them what, foot, tra- foot traffic. Why is it, actually, yo, that's, that's a good point, because that's a great way to create money, man, create that money. But hey, let's, let's, you know, let's talk about, like, the online way, right? Like, the o- online way we can do it, mm-hmm. right? Because, hey, if you ever, like, would like to see a couple leadership articles we wrote on confidence, mission, purpose, self-leadership. Uh, we have some on Medium. So check us out on Medium, Warrior Leadership Team. And yeah, great that you guys could be here today. We're, we're still masterminding here. So good day. Let's see what, what's on the agenda. So it's 12.27 here on Tuesday, August 20th. If you're gonna be, if you're in the Calgary area, check out, check out the Success Accelerator happening. We're gonna have like ten business leaders speaking. I'll be there. I'll be sharing the seven ways of leadership, and uh, you know, I'll give you, I'll give you three in this uh, at this at this speech. If you want to see more, let's connect. Uh, but hey, great that you, you got. So we, what, what else we got here, man? So hey, tell me what you're like with the menswear. Yeah, so I started men's work in 2013. Um, you know, went to an open circle at a brother's garage. And he turned out to be uh, one of the leaders of, of the Mankind Project. And I liked what I saw. I was seeing men support each other at all different types of men. Um, different ages, different backgrounds, and they were just getting real what was going on with their life. And, you know, that's something that I could I could respect, you know, something that I really did appreciate. So, yeah, just being able to see that, being able to, um, 
being able to experience in myself just the power of like how men's work can could impact me so yeah just being yeah being able to see that being able to experience that and you know moving into a space of uh supporting myself and then supporting other men which to me is like the full cycle of men's work you know and i think that yeah i think that like the, the weekend you know that we just went on is just it's a continuation of that for me How's the, how's the volume? Yeah, stay here. Yeah, we're good. Right. Yeah, I feel you, man. Cause I, I know I remember like in my house, right? Like when I, when I used to live with my family, you know, sometimes I wasn't conscious of like respecting mm-hmm. while they were sleeping, right? So, mm-hmm. but yo, cool, cool, cool that you guys can be here. Hey, success accelerator next month, September fourteenth, fifteenth. Tickets are two ninety seven. But we'll give. Uh, we have a couple left. We only have only have a couple for you know twenty seven dollars. So you'll get tons of value. We'll be talking about like financial abundance, creating connections, tons of networking. If, if you were here, you know at this event, you'll be you'll be filling up the top of your funnel. You know, people in these rooms, we're here to connect, right? And you know, if uh, you know I have like a connection with someone. I'm like, yo, we can collaborate, right? Just like how I connected with Enrico here at the, at the, at the gathering. But man, yo, yo, what I really love is to see young men healing, going through their journey. Yeah? So. yeah, I think that for me it's like seeing another person go on their journeys like me going on my own journey a certain way you know it's kind of like when I watch a movie I might be seeing that person in the movie the character but it's also reflected through my life and through how I feel you know what I mean and so seeing another man do his work another person I've also done work with women but just seeing other people doing their work a lot of times um, just helps me understand how I can become a better person and you know, how I can overcome things that, I, you know, I, I should let go of or have hurt me in the past. And, you know, now seeing them overcome it, I can know I, I have the strength to overcome it. And, you know, that's one of the reasons why I think that men's work helps so many people because there's so many different layers to it. And sometimes you, you don't know a layer until you see someone peeling off their own layer. And then you're like, oh, I actually do identify with that. I do, I have gone through that myself. And so seeing somebody else's experience um, can be just a really powerful way to just go through our own experience without even having to necessarily be doing the process ourselves, just in a pure reflection. So I think there's there's so much of that going on. And yeah, so much of that going on. And and beyond that, like you were saying, connections, you know, making connections and doing men's work and being able to take this and spread it to the outside world and do mission work. And, you know, I, I love to help my, you know, now doing men's work and now turning that into coaching and having one on one coaching with people and having sessions and being able to 
understand where people want to go and have an organized path to help them get there. Um, it's something that I really enjoy, and, and I wouldn't have the foundation for that if it wasn't for men's work. Could you, could you tell us your mission? Tell yeah. Us My mission is I co-create a world of culture, vitality, abundance, and love through embodying my greatness. Culture? Culture, vitality, abundance, and love. I gotta write that down. Man. Those are, yeah, those are like my, my four, my four pieces of, uh, of what I'm, I'm here to do. I'm here to co-create you know like right now we're co-creating i'm not in this room alone i'm here with you you know this is your podcast this is your platform um i have my voice but you know i'm here to co-create and i know that the most powerful things in the world are co-creations you know we as people we are co-creations it didn't take one person to to create us it took two people so just in general you know i see the power of the of other and and the duality of life you know and and I, and I really appreciate that. I think community is so important. You know, connection is so important. Uh, the things that I've been able to do, the things that I've been blessed to do, a lot of those things have been done with other people. And community, abundance, uh, vitality, love. Abundance and cult and culture. Yep, and like community, community and culture is one. You know, it's kind of similar, but yeah, culture is definitely in there. And for me, that's like why, you know, just doing, doing things that that are expressive. You know, helping artists, helping artists grow, helping artists make more money. I think there's like some people believe in the whole concept of like the starving artist but i think that you know creatives and artists have have the ability to tap into so much abundance because we have we can create you know we can we can manifest we can take our ideas and manifest into a new reality and that's where a lot of services and products come from so all services and all products everything we see comes from the creative mind you know, so I'm just all about tapping, tapping into that and helping people unlock that. For real, man. For real. Really cool that you, like, you talked about that, man. Like, you know, community abundance. Man, I, I meditate on abundance daily. What does that look like for you? What I do, 10 minutes throughout the day. Focus on deep breathing at first, and then I envision that my hands are open. So just like this, and I just think of love, abundance, wealth coming into my hands, just like from the sky. Mm, I love that. Then I, I reflect on abundance, like just, hey, like throughout the day. I'm like, hey, like, well, if, if I'm spending, like, $5 on coffee, I'm like, hey, you know what? Like, what else is, like, $50 that I can sell? Mm-hmm. And it helps someone and serves someone mm-hmm. and create a solution for someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, like, opens your mind. I really, I, I love that. I love that exercise that you do. I think that's really powerful. And anything that can get 
us into that abundant mind frame, you know, any practice. And I think that's a great example for all the listeners to just even just try. You know, I'm probably going to try it, you know what I mean? But, yeah, I think that um, being able to put ourselves into that state of mind, into that state of being, of openness, of receiving, like you were saying, I think that it is. it goes it's beyond powerful you know it is it is how we have the ability to manifest we obviously have to do but we have to be open to the doing you know we have to it's like clearing the pathways like the river can flow but there can't be a dam you know and i think what you're creating is like the flow allowing for that flow you know by doing that just like letting the the river flow and now the water can just abundance can flow through you some people have a block you know i know there's been times where i've had blocks and so i think that different practices can help me release those blocks you know and that's something i've been working on for years it's just like letting go of any type of blockage to to the things that i want in abundance in all the th- all areas of my life not just financially because i think people can get stuck thinking that financial abundance is the only one that matters financial abundance is important but i wouldn't want financial abundance if that meant having uh, a, a scarcity in community a scarcity in love a scarcity in connection a scarcity in health so I'm not willing to sacrifice abundance of finance for scarcity in those other departments. And I think that mm. it's important to think about that. And health. Yeah. Yeah, health. You know, I like to, you know, I like to, I go to the gym four times a week. Four times a week. You know? And I like to I like to hit you know, lift heavy, power lifting, squats deadlifts bench press you know max reps pull, pull ups man you know when i was you know, when i was locked up i you know did a lot of push ups mm-hmm. how long were you locked up for i was in juvie for three and a half years mm-hmm. yeah man push ups being being in shape is really important you know and like i think that i've I've always looked at my body as a temple, you know, and that's how I kind of look at working out. It's just like I'm here to treat my temple the the best I can. Like if you go into a temple or you, whatever your religion, you go into a mosque, you go into a church, you go into a synagogue, you know, no, nobody of, of consciousness is going to go spit on the floor, you know what I mean, or, or disrespect it. And it's just like... Our bodies is is our this is our vessel that we're, our spirit is in right now, and so, you know the things the the things we put into it like you know what we eat you know the the food we eat the thoughts we put into it, um I think it's important, you know and not to say that it's like we have to be so perfect with it you know I think that we should be able to have a cheeseburger and like you know the things that that the temple also wants, you know, some of the, some of the indulgences of life, but mindfully, you know what I mean? Doing it mindfully and respectfully, I think is important. And I think most things can be done with respect, you know, not all things, but like most things can be done with respect. So I think it's like, yeah, just coming from that place of like, all right, this is, this is how I can continue to evolve my health in a place of um in a place of mindfulness you know in a place of like okay here's here here's this temple 
feel sexy right now. <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> I've been, I've been, you know, I've been, I've been really conscious of like my abs. I'm just like flexing my core, and I'm just, I suddenly just feel, you know, ready. Nice. You know, connection. <laughs> so, yeah, love it, man, love it. So, hey, I heard you're a coach, man. But, you know, I want to hear more about you, man. Like, your your wins, your your journey. Yeah, I mean, I've been an entrepreneur like my whole life. Um, went to school for apparel design and and ended up switching to retail because I didn't enjoy sewing as much as I is you have to if you're in apparel design. You want to be apparel design. I just didn't enjoy the sewing part. Um, so I moved to retail and I really loved it. And I ended up. Uh, starting my own clothing line, starting a store. And through that, that's where I learned a lot about business, having that store, uh, you know, hiring a staff, traveling around the country, buying merchandise for the store, and then ended up dropping out of school, you know, having that store, bringing financial abundance to my life at a pretty early age. It was like, what, 23 i was making close to a quarter million dollars a year um and i was making more money than a lot of people i knew which was very scary for me and kind of made me feel isolated and alone because i didn't connect with the people who i grew up with anymore as much you know i connect with them as friends and as humans but it's like we weren't doing the same things we weren't um you know we didn't have the same access like i was able to i was traveling around the country i was traveling around the world and it, there just was a, a deep disconnect, and so that that led that led me to the recession, which slowed down the success, and 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 made me uh, decide to close down the shop because sales started to decline so much, and then that's what end, ended up having me move out here to Los Angeles and just extending my my pursuit of fashion and my pursuit of. Um, just you know chasing my dream chasing my ambitions going after going after what i know i'm here to do which is um to be authentic to my mission to be authentic to what makes sense for me you know I d- i've always been somebody who has seen myself as like um I guess someone who can help inspire because people have inspired me. And so I've, I've, you know, gone to high schools throughout my, you know, career and spoke to the high schoolers about entrepreneurship of all ages from elementary to junior high to high school. Um, and those are some things that I'm really proud about, just being able to let them know that there's people who look like them who are also, you know, entrepreneurs and, you know, are doing things that they can do, too. You know, I'm not saying I, I'm, like, doing everything, but I'm just saying, like, I did what I'm doing and you could do what you're doing. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have to go down the same route as everybody else is. You can try something new. You can do something. You could take take a risk, you know, especially when we're young. But even if we're old, you know, we only live this life once. So I think it's so important for us to 
to go after the things that we we want to at least try you know so yeah that's kind of all what, what i've been doing you know i've been doing like i mentioned since 2013 doing personal growth work but even before that you know getting into the abundant mind frame to have my store to be able to like let go of um some of the the things that i was taught as a child about money you know that people who have money are bad and that you know that they're they're evil or they're some somehow not as um good as people as like doesn't have money who are more like you know doing like social work and things like that and i think i think that you know people doing social work are amazing and there's people who do social work that aren't so amazing you know and there's people who have money who are actually amazing people and there's people who have money who aren't amazing people so i think you have both on the spectrum but i was more taught like oh definitely people who have money they might not be good-hearted people so I think I had to relearn some of these messages that I was taught um, as, a, as a young person of just about the concepts of, of abundance and, you know, how, what do I want? And just to go after what I want rather than letting people tell me this is what I want or this, what I want is wrong or somehow bad or I'm a bad person because I want financial abundance. Um, so I think that in different communities, different people get different messages. Um, so that kind of brings me just to being here being present you know helping people find that in their life and like I said it's not just about financial abundance for me what I focus on when it comes to coaching and I also do consulting but it's just like helping people with the range of things that we're dealing with you know we're very multifaceted people human beings and a lot of times people want to oversimplify things but humans are a lot more complex than that and so I think that yeah, I think that, you know, the reason I say that is just like we want to oversimplify everyone. We want to put people in these boxes and we want to we want to make it seem like oh, we want to make it seem like I understand everything about you. But the truth is, is like we don't understand much about about other people. You know, we live in these these different bubbles and these different upbringings. And, and you know, we do want to understand each other, but there's no way that. I could truly understand everything you've gone through in your life, every step you've taken, every breath you've taken, everything you've seen. Like, Would you, though? There's no possible way I could. It's just impossible. You know what I mean? Like, the things you feel, even in this moment, I couldn't understand. I can try to understand, but I can't truly understand because you're the only one having those experiences, and they're all coming together over you know, years and years of everything you've seen, things that, you know, you've heard, stories you've been told. And so that's the part that excites me. You know, that's the part that makes me excited about helping people because I know we're complex and I don't I don't treat people like they're simple. Um, and through that, I can get to the core of like, what's the reality of your situation? Because through that, then we can make your reality closer to your ideals and your dreams. And that's what we all want. If I go down the street, if I go down the street and I ask someone, you know, do you want to be rich? Most people are going to be like, hell yeah, I want to be rich. But what's the reality in that? How many people are re- in reality have that connection to becoming wealthy or even have that chance? It's a lot smaller of a number when you start getting into the reality of things. And I think that, you know, that's the part of understanding who we are. Um, helps us tap into all the things that we want. Really interesting yo, how you bring that up, man, this wealth. Because you know, I've heard you like say it. 
three, four times. I'm like, well, abundance, richness. Yeah. That's, that's, that's pretty cool. Well, they brought up a lot for me, man. They brought up some feelings of strength and you know, I noticed like a little bit of fear there too. Mm-hmm. I'll own that, What's man. The fear about for you? <clears throat> you know, fear of like going into the unknown, right? Terrified of that. But I learned it's I learned that it's teaching me, man. I'm learning. Man. It's teaching me every step of the moment, man. So <clears throat> let me reframe that. It's a blessing. It's a blessing. Yeah, the the fear of the unknown is uh that's a big thing for a lot of people, you know, and that's why me putting out there that what I'm what I'm here to do is is to really help people, you know, in their life to create change. And how can we follow you, man? What's that? Uh you can check me out on Instagram at Enrico Moses, E N R I C O M O S E S. Definitely check out my website if you're interested in um, looking at some of my coaching services at realchangeagent.com. Um, I'm on Tumblr. Just go to Seven Days Theory, and that, you know that's I'm here. I'm here to inspire. You know, I'm here to support. You know, my my clients, coaching clients, like. I appreciate what they do in this world and I work with only people who's a good fit, you know, so I don't just take any client on. I I make sure that it's going to be a good fit for me and I want them to make sure that I'm going to be a good fit for them because where we're going together is it's a connection and and I want to see people thrive and I want them to know what they're getting into when they do start working with me. So it's it's really important for us to, you know, get on the same page and, and for me to see, like, is this person dedicated to even having a coach? Yeah. You know, and I think that, yeah, yeah I think that right now, like, you know, some people kind of look at coaches with c- certain ways, but it's like, I, I love the concept of, like, Michael Jordan ha- has had a coach and LeBron James has coaches. The the some of the most powerful people in the world have coaches. And so if if the most some of the most powerful and successful people in the world have coaches, it's like why don't you? I heard there's a there's a good leadership coach named John Wooden. He taught co- yeah, he was a college college leadership captain, man. He brought his like team to seven NCAA championships. I think that's what it is. I might like be inaccurate, but all good. <laughs> yeah, my my throat's feeling super dry right now, so. <clears throat> But hey, we're here. We're here in like Beverly Hills, Beverly Hills, uh, and actually on Venice Beach. We're connecting. I'm with I'm with my man Enrico. I think John Ma is here on the on the podcast. John, if you're watching, what's up? Like, drop a comment. Let's connect. Come join the conversation. Right. I'm curious, man. Like, what would if if I was if if I was new. To, to, on, to entrepreneurship 
what would you suggest I do to get to create abundance in 30 days? Well, I would first want to know what you're interested in. You know, entrepreneurship is like the art of selling a business or, you know, selling a product or service. So it's just kind of like, what are you into? What is your life about? Where do you live? You know, how how do you live your life? Um, and from there, then I would construct your 30-day plan. So let's say you're like, you know... I like fitness. I'm like, great. You like fitness? Like, let's create something around what you like. Let's create either a product or let's create a service. And for the next 30 days, let's spend the least amount of money to get the most amount of impact. And to then start looking at, all right, now where have we're getting the most impact? And now we can start spending more money on whatever is actually getting a lot of impact. So I think that in the beginning of any business, you want to be very lean. You know, I like the the concept of being lean and the concept of like minimal viable product, minimal viable service and testing things before going out and spending a whole lot of money. I think that's just like the worst mistake that most entrepreneurs make is they assume that they have to have all this money to start something but they could be testing their ideas with a little amount of money um, and just see, like, does, would anybody be willing to buy that product? You know, before you go out and try to invest in making it, just like, how do you know someone even wants that product? Like, can you get someone to just give you money for that product and let them know it's coming? Like, is there a way where you don't even have to make the product where you can already secure a sale? You see what I'm saying? So now, now you're in a position that, you're in a position of knowledge instead of a position of guessing and then spending a bunch of money trying to guess if somebody wants something. And then once you know somebody wants something, now you can really start investing your money into creating products, into developing that product and making it better and better. But in the very beginning, 30 days of business, you want to make sure you're like onto something. <laughs> you're having that MVP, right? Staying lean, having that you know, minimal viable product and that people want it. And would need it right testing that's what i that's what i learned from my good friend enrico here and like hey let me let me you know in 30 days what i would do if like to create like financial abundance in 30 days what i would do i was i would find what people need find out how i can contact them find call them and find out what they want and need and have that product ready, you know, whatever it was. Like, you know, let's say, let's say this book, right? Let's say this people want this book, want to buy the King Warrior Magician Lover, right? So what I what I would do, first I would make sure I have inventory, you know, how many books do I need? How many is ready? You know, I, then I'll figure out, okay, how many how many calls do I want to make, and who would who would need or who would want to buy these in bulk, right? Make a list, prospect, you know, building that list. So I think, hey, who would, who would want to buy these? Big sense. So let's say the boys to men, a group, let's say they'd want to connect with, you know, about 100. Hey, let, me, let me bring these into the, like, the, those schools. 
right? These young men, give them after the after their boys to men weekend, right? Like, hey, here's this book. I need a hundred. Boom. Okay, sign it up. You know, how do you want to pay? <laughs> Connect. So there's there's that, and then I'll keep moving through the list, right? Some people will say yes. Some people will say no. It's my job to figure out, right? It's like my duty, right? And then I'll use that, like as as like you know, grateful like blessings, and use it to serve, right? To serve. Yeah, cause like, that's a good point about like creating, you know, wealth, man. This journey is not an easy journey, man. It's not an easy journey. I've been frustrated many times, man. Well, I think that just means that you're you're trying, you know, and that's a good thing. It's like frustration means that you're you're trying to do something and maybe you're trying to sway, you tried that door, that door's locked, you tried another door, maybe it opened a little bit and that wasn't the room you wanted to be in or you know, maybe the hallways were a little bit longer than you wanted it to be. And it can be frustrating, but I think it's like it's part of the process, you know, even being frustrated. I think it's like sometimes we get caught up in the frustration, but it's the it's the end it's the end result. You know that that really matters so much for us you know what i mean and i think that frustration is a part of it you know if you think about think about things that you love right you love most of us love music right that's something that most human beings share the love for music right you think about you think most musicians that are really really good you think at some point they didn't get frustrated and what they were doing even the best musicians right it's like playing an instrument takes practice it can be frustrating right because maybe you want it to sound a certain way and it's not there yet and you know in our heart we know how we want it to sound but we got to keep practicing to get it there and that extra that space from where we are to where we want to go can be frustrating so i'm just giving the metaphor that like you're not alone in that frustration but that it doesn't mean that you're doing it wrong or that there is something wrong it just feels like it's part of the process Yo, like yeah, learning like how to play the piano, learning how to play the flute, you know, it takes time, it takes commitment, right? I can't do something if I can't if, I, you know, if I want to do something, I gotta commit, right? Commit all in, and what would that look like for me, right? How many times do I, a day do I have to do it to practice, sharpen the ten thousand hour rule, right? Mastery, right? To help achieve my abundance, right? So I can serve people, like. Empower. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Empowering abundance. No, it's it's you know, it can sound foo-foo and all that stuff, but it's real, you know, and I think that I've seen it. I'm working on some amazing pro- projects beyond, you know, the consulting and coaching that's really about helping people tap into abundance and it's all it all comes from the same place man it comes from source you know and i just feel grateful to you know meet people like you who are out here inspiring other people and doing things like this podcast so man it's it's truly a blessing and an honor to you know be working with you and to watch you do your thing and i know you're going to continue to inspire so many people kevin so i'm super thankful to you Thank you, man, for like 
breathing into that, you know, compliment. Anchor. Hmm. So yeah, man. <clears throat> Thank you for tuning in. You know, I learned so much from this conversation. You know, I talked about, you know, earlier today, I talked about leadership and how I feel. And I, I noticed I, I see you as a leader, man. I see Right? I learned to like respect your boundary. You know? When you when you say like, yo, know, could you keep it down? I'm like, oh, interesting. Like, yeah. Right. Part of me felt like angry. Yeah. Like you said that about <sighs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I receive all that. I, I welcome it. You know, and I I understand I have been a leader for a while, you know, whether sometimes chosen or sometimes people chose it for me and, and what I think leadership isn't about always like making everybody happy at the same time because like it's impossible you know what I mean like you can't always make everybody happy but I think that that's not the point of leadership you know the point of leadership is to understand where we're trying to go it's like lead right pointing in a direction we're trying to go here and it's like as long as we're going there then that's really what's important like definitely doing it for me kindness is important respect is really important because I know that's what I want for me I want I want kindness and I want respect so you know I right. try to give what I what I want and so that that way we're creating a container that can that can hold that kindness and respect and love and that's where I feel like abundance can really thrive in that that container caring nurturing <clears throat> and also strength, you know, strength is so important. Holding that container, you know, we need to set a boundary, which then allows us to finish the podcast in the direction we want to go. That's why we're even doing it. Hmm. Let's sit with that, man. Let's with that. Really interesting, man. Hey, if you're, if, you're, if you're checking this out for the first time, this is Warrior Leadership and Enrico Moses coaching, consulting, teaching people how to get that abundance. Today we talked about leadership. Today we talked about sales and sales prospect, prospecting. You know, meditation, leadership, right? We hit the gamut. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, if you love this pod, if you love this podcast, hey, we'd love if you gave us a review, an honest review. Tell us what your thoughts are, right? Any, any, any opinion is a good opinion, and you know, thank you for the feedback. Everyone checking us out. Hey, much love to you. Hope you can join us at the the Success Accelerator, man. I'm gonna be there. I'll be speaking on leadership and and what ways we can help co-create together. You know, bringing teams together. Right, working together. So, man, it's gonna be super exciting. Um, got a couple. We have some many passes for you guys. If you want to grab an, an access pass, uh, just if you are interested, put a heart emoji down in the comments, and we'll connect with you. But hey, yeah, hope you have you guys have an amazing day. Appreciate you guys can be here today, and um, yeah, checking out from Beverly. I don't know, is this Venice? Venice Beach. Venice. I'll be on a flight in about 
nine hours. You <laughs> know, going back home to Calgary. But hey, much love to you guys. Thank you for tuning in. Yes, yes. Peace and love, y'all. Hi, connection, mission-driven life, warrior leadership. Mm-hmm.